0: Hi, guys. Welcome to what's going to be the last episode of The Fit Habit. I want to give you a quick update on where I am now today and where I plan to take all of you in the future. We're going to go in a bit of a different direction, uh, but I think that you're going to be really excited about this, and I think that it's going to be very helpful to not just some of you, but probably all of you, knowing uh, the type of person that uh, I have in my community. So uh, I'm excited to share. I will be completely straight up and honest with you. I have recorded this podcast about four times now, and every time I finish or I stop somewhere in between and think, "Ah, I'm just going on a rant now, and I want to be really, I want to be very cognizant that uh, this podcast is for you, and what I do to serve my audience is all about my audience and not about me at all, but um, the transition that uh, I have to share with you is about me, uh, because I can only teach what I know. And I know a lot about health and fitness. I've been, doing it, I've been teaching it for over 10 years now. I'm writing about it for over 10 years now. Uh, and everything that I have said in the past, I still am 110% behind. The problem that I encountered, I would say about six months ago, when I had like a little bit of a dark night of the soul when it comes to my job and my work and my passion and the way I serve, is that I realized everything I'm doing is just, is commodified right? Like the recipes I share and the workouts I share and the the tips and tools and tricks. Oh my God, you can Google any of that stuff anywhere. And I started to feel like, what's the point to all of this? I can give you a great recipe for a chicken kale salad, but you know what? You could probably find 4.6 million recipes for kale salad on the internets. So, uh, I spent a lot of last year struggling with my mindset around business. Like, what am I doing? How am I different from anyone else? I know I speak to a bit of a different audience. Uh, I know I speak from a different perspective because I'm not a 20-something wellness coach. I just turned 49. So I speak from a place of... I know how... I know how it feels to be an overweight person, and I know how to keep weight off because I have kept weight off for almost like 80 pounds for what, like almost 30 years now. Damn, I'm getting old. (laughs) Um, So I have a bit of a different perspective, and I think I speak to a different audience. Uh, But really, everything I'm saying is the exact same thing I would tell a 22-year-old versus a 49-year-old. Well. The carbohydrate intake for a 49 year old might be a bit different, but it's all the same things. I mean, fitness and health is really very simple. It's not easy, but it's very simple. Sleep, like it's your your full-time job. Drink at least half your body weight in ounces of water every day. Uh, Eat five to seven servings of vegetables minimum and try to stay away from sugars and grains as much as you humanly can. And that's, and move. Move your body every day. Try to aim for 10,000 steps, whether that's in your workout or just moving around, um, you know, in your life. Uh, But try to get 10,000 steps every day. It's a good thing to focus on. And that number is pretty arbitrary. I just like it because it makes you consciously aware of how much you're moving if you're actually tracking it, like with a Fitbit or something like that. So those are some pretty basic, uh, like, principles, right? Um, the rest is all minutiae and what appeals to you. So you guys know I like home workouts, that's what appeals to me, but you might like CrossFit or yoga or pure bar, I don't know, uh, you know, find what you love and go after it from a health and fitness perspective. And whether you're vegan or paleo, I, I think a lot of that, again, is a lot of minutiae, as long as you're eating healthy food, and we know what healthy food is, you know, it doesn't come in a cereal box and it doesn't come in a crinkly package. The more whole food that you're eating, the better. That's just pretty simple. So, when I had this dark night of the soul about 6 months ago, I was like, "Damn. You know, I'm feeling numb and I'm feeling burnt out and I feel like I've busted my ass to get where I am today, to be in a sea and a crowd of other people, and at the end of the day we're all saying the same things which is really useful information, but people are still not getting it." Like People are still overweight People are st- and we're getting more overweight and we're getting more miserable and I was starting to get miserable. That's, that's really where all of this change that I'm about to share with you started from. I was getting miserable and uh, not only was feeling miserable not, not great, but feeling like, a, like fraudy, you know, because here I am telling you about all the check boxes you need to check that I do myself because I always walk my talk. And I was still starting to feel miserable. So it wasn't, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't a health impact, like a physical health impact that I was feeling, but it was emotional and spiritual. Like, what am I doing? Why am I not feeling like I'm doing what I need to be doing? And I realized that, you know, I had just, I had just been going through the motions for too long. And when I looked at the way I was living my life, yeah, I was checking all the health boxes, but you know, I wasn't listening to what was in my heart. I don't even know how to listen to what's in my heart. I don't know how to listen to my intuition. You know, people say you listen to that inside voice. I don't know about you, but I don't have an inside voice unless it's my inside critical voice. And I don't really want to listen to her. I realized that I had been focused so much on sort of these tangible, tactical ways of taking care of yourself that I completely missed this sort of, oh, I hesitate to call it this, but A spiritual realm of taking care of yourself and and I don't mean that from a religious perspective so I want to be very clear about that but I do mean it from a connecting to your own soul way and I had lost that I lost that and I had become completely numb and it was actually really difficult for me I I spent a lot and a lot of time just feeling sad about where I was in my life and things that used to bring me a lot of joy were no longer bringing me a lot of joy I don't know if I was clinically depressed but I was just feeling blah, and I, and I know I'm not alone when I say that. I know you're nodding your head saying, oh yeah, sister, I've been there too. So what I t- did to get myself from that position to where I am now, where I am just fired up again about life, and and I use those words very intentionally because they're not typically words that I would use, but I feel so much better about where I am and about where I'm going and about how I'm, I'm living my truth and sharing it with others because I'm always walking the truth of a student because I'm always learning. But I, I, I get to a point where I know I need to start teaching because teaching is where that really sinks in. And that has been my experience with teaching health and fitness. Uh, I learned first I learned by trial and error, and then I turn around to the folks behind me that are two steps behind me and taught them, and that reinforces everything. But this time, the, the, the trajectory is different. It's not about, uh, about reps, sets, and macros. It's about heart-centered guidance. Um, it's about becoming your truest self, the truest version of yourself, and becoming more heart-centered. I, I recently listened to a book from a neurosurgeon And he had said that there are more pathways from your heart to your brain than there are from your brain to your heart. So your heart talks to your brain way more, almost twice as much, I think he said, than your brain talks to your heart. And yet I lead my life from ahead. I'm very heady and, you know, very type A, and I don't wanna say type A in a very sort of like workaholic sort of way because I like to chill, but type A in a very sort of spreadsheety kind of way. You know, I like I like tangible um, evidence and tangible steps and to know the path and to I'm a big on execution. And when people talk to me about being heart centered or um, connecting with yourself, connecting with your soul, soul purpose, so those sort of ethereal words they lose me because I don't understand that stuff and what i realized earlier this year when i kind of had that dark night of the soul moment was that it was time for me to start understanding that stuff because really that was the next level in this whole wellness journey that i'm taking you on you've got the you've got the tactical stuff you got that you know how much you need to move and eat and sleep but if you're not doing it There's deeper pieces of that. And I've always spoke about mindset. I did my graduate degree in psychology around behavior change. I am a mindset girl, but I've always talked about it from a heady perspective. So that point I made about the the communication that goes from your heart to your head is far more frequent and powerful than the reverse. So I needed to learn a whole new way of thinking and, and believing and directing my, my truth and my path and the way I teach and the way I guide my readers and viewers and followers completely changed in the past six months as I've started to slow down, take stock of what was in my heart and really lead from a heart-centered place. And ooh, it still doesn't even feel authentic to me to talk about leading from a heart-centered place makes me feel very woo-woo. And if you know me in real life, you know that uh, while I do like self-help and I'm very much a psychology um, nut, uh, I, 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 I struggle with the soul stuff. And I realized that that was the biggest gap in my life. And, and I also feel like that might have a lot to do with other folks' tr- struggles as well. Because like I said, we all know what we need to do, but we're not doing it. And I can talk to you about um, the psychology of the brain and the habits and behaviors all day long. Like I said, two psychology degrees focused around this stuff. But I realized that none of that, I mean, those are all great stuff, but unless it's driven from a deeper emotional and spiritual place, that heart-centered, driven place, then uh, it's all for naught. You know, you can, I've always said this, you can white-knuckle your way into something, but if it's not coming from a place of truth, where I always thought it was in your brain, but it's actually very much in your heart and very human experience, man, when I started to realize that and when I started to walk that path for myself, things really changed for me. I lost that numbness, guys. I lost that, what am I doing? Am I, am I just alive to make blog posts and pay bills and go to Cabo you know, once or twice a year? I mean, not that Kabul is a bad place by any means, but I was getting really tired of going through the motions and I was feeling very disconnected from self and disconnected to the purpose of my own life. And I realized I need to connect with my heart to get there first. And the tools that I have acquired over the past six months that have brought me from that place of numbness to where I am today, where I am very stoked again about life and about what I'm doing and what I'm sharing, I can't wait to share those things with you. So I'm going to pause here because... I could go on about this for four days and I don't want to do this on this one pack podcast. Today, I just wanted to share with you that this is the last episode of The Fit Habit in its current form. Everything that I've shared to date is still so important. It's so important. But what I need to share next is the why and the, and the, the heart-centered piece and uh, the tools to connect with your own heart because I don't think you need to become anything other than the best version of what you are. And if you don't even know who that is or what that looks like or who you desire to be outside of what Instagram thinks everybody should be, then that's the work that we need to do together. And I really, really want to do that with you. So I'm taking you on this journey. You don't need to go anywhere or do anything. I just want to let you know that our direction and focus is going to change on this channel going forward. So you're going to see some branding changes and some platform changes. If you're not on my mailing list already, definitely get on it. You can go to thefithabit.com and click on, you know, the little top bar. Um, I think it's the seven habits of highly successful fat loss that I'm sharing right now, uh, for free, which are all still very relevant and still very important. Uh, or you can go to my new website, karenmcgill.com, Karen with a C. Uh, and I can show, I'm sharing there at the very top bar of my website, um, and I'll also put this link in the show notes, uh, some journal prompts that will really help you get started on this journey. They have been so powerful. I cannot wait to share all these tools with you guys. It has been phenomenal. So on that, I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking <laughs> and wish you the best, best, best day ever. And I'm so excited to take this you on this journey. But I will also say, if this sounds like complete hokey boat, hokey pokey, stuff that you don't need help with, or you're not interested in, or you're not ready for yet, I understand that too. So feel free to just unsubscribe because we're going in a new direction and I'm so excited for it. So have a great day, guys. I am stoked to go on this journey with you. Let's do this together. All my heart to you. Take care. Bye-bye.